0: Welcome to Gospel and Grit. We invite you to the front
1: lines of the gospel where our Overland missionaries are pioneering to remote peoples. Our goal is to empower you to grab the gospel and get the grit to do whatever it takes to fulfill your calling in Christ. Welcome back to Gospel and Grit. Joined today by Mr. Bradley up in
0: Munilunga. Winolunga.
1: Winolunga. That's yep. in Zambia? Yep. What people group is that?
0: Um, majority Lunda tribe, yeah. The Lunda. The Lunda people. What's the Lunda? like? They're awesome. Uh, from more of a comedy perspective or a flesh perspective, they're very short people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not everybody, but uh, when you add them as a group, they're very... So I stand out pretty, pretty far.
1: Interesting. I lived in Cambodia,
0: so I understand that. Same, same. Yeah.
1: yeah. But different. So you're up there <laughs> uh, pioneering... A new base for us. Mm -hmm. How did that look? How did that start? Where are you at now? Oh, boy.
0: Um, Yeah, how did it look? We were given 500 hectares of property out in a very remote area of northwest Zambia um, by a senior chief. And um, so my wife and I, Kelly, were asked to take on the assignment of getting things started out there. (coughs) And so that started off end of 2018. And the interesting thing is, uh, and if you talk to any missionary who was pioneering a work, you have a lot of ideas going into it. <laughs> and then you have the actual way it looks when you get there. Yeah. Uh, so, but it, no, it's been a blessing. Um, we've been, we've so enjoyed our time. Um, all, even all the difficulties that come with it have, have been proved to be so fruitful. Um, especially when we stay faithful, we keep our eyes on the Lord. Um, we've been trying to develop the, just the standard, like, development side of the property so getting running water and you know cutting in roads and um you know we've been living in a tent for the past you know two years our house is just now getting to the point where we might be able to move into it by the end of the year which is amazing um so just a lot of the really big basics you know first establishing ourselves in the community getting to know some relationships with some key people finding those you know men and women who you know just like okay god's anointed their life to do something special in this area and trying to develop those relationships and so that's kind of where we're at right now
1: Awesome, awesome. So you're talking about lots of ideas coming in. Mm-hmm. I think one of those ideas that we often get is, I'm going to be a missionary. I'm going to be on a stage in front of thousands of indigenous people <laughs> doing a crusade every day. Yeah. That's not always the case, is it? Not at all, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: it, it, I mean, that is a part of it. That is yeah, absolutely, right, right. it happens. Um, praise the Lord for it. It is some of the most exhilarating times you know, of your life and, you mm-hmm. just sit back and and wonder at how awesome God is that He's provided that for you <laughs> that opportunity. Uh, but a lot of times it does just look like you with one person who seems disinterested and and <laughs> and uh, unresponsive, and you're wondering if I'm just wasting my time. Right. And then you know you stay faithful and just trust God that you know His word doesn't return void uh, as as we read and right. um, you see the fruit from all that come about in its in its right time. So love it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And like I mean, a big part of it is those long periods of monotony of kicking Mm. your water pump to get it started and (laughs) you know 20 hour drives through the african bush yep yeah so how does one use those times well Mm. in developing their ministry
0: yeah that's a that's a great question um i think uh for me my perspective uh or at least my experience maybe i'll say is the way I use those times well is by understanding that I'm not going to know what the purpose of those things are in the moment. Mm. And if I think I know the purpose of those things in the moment, I don't know as I ought to know in that moment. <laughs> and so if you if you can really allow that reality to settle into your heart and settle into your spirit, um, it allows you to be be completely content with all the mundane stuff that you know that there's a purpose being done. That God is is accomplishing something and it doesn't it just keeps you from feeling disappointed, discouraged. Um, I, I've talked to a lot of missionaries who, you know, when they started mission base, uh, you know, going back to before I had, uh, launched out to Munilinga and they they would tell me stories how when they first got started, they felt like they were spinning their wheels Ooh. and nothing was happening and and all those things. And so I really had time to prepare my heart uh, with the Lord and um I think that paid off dividends for us as we launched to be able to say, okay, like there's value in everything, um, and yeah, e- even as little as um, uh, you know, going and buying building materials, you know, and, yeah. and driving hours to buy building materials. Like you're going to meet one person somewhere along that road, you know, that you think means nothing, and right. then two, three years down the road, you realize they know this other <laughs> person that knows this person, and it creates this amazing ministry opportunity that you had no idea of. Right. Um so yeah always
1: <coughs> spirits plans are always infinitely more complex <laughs> and far reaching than our perspective. Okay. Yeah so give me a a testimony of how the lord has used these times of monotony to grow you. Mm.
0: Yeah. You? Yeah um I actually feel like um you know cuz my wife and I were one uh, I think actually a testimony that comes from her story is actually probably more powerful um you know when you imagine a missionary life or even a missionary couple i think a lot of people have these people that they put on pedestals you know these amazing rock stars of the faith who like have probably grown up in the church and you know read their bible 300 times and and obviously there are you meet missionaries that are like that and praise the lord for those missionaries but a lot of times it's a bunch of random as the world would label them losers, nobodies that just got on fire for the Lord and and launched out. And, uh, you know, so, so for my journey, I I walked with the Lord for, you know, close to 10 years before I came to the mission field and, Mm. uh, had a really radical, um, experience and approach to my faith and, and study of my faith as I, as I launched. So I had a really good, um, understanding of, of who I was in the Lord and what i what I expected the Lord to do in ministry and some some good solid perspective on those kind of things, my wife was saved for like less than six months I think <laughs> no less than a year it was just over six months okay. before she did a m t and then we got married and then we launched out of the mission field uh so she's a very new believer. <laughs> No real perspective. I didn't grow up in the church. No real perspective of ministry, what it's supposed to look like, mm-hmm. like how much of a sacrifice it's going to be, all those kind of things. Had a lot of, um, um, you know, we'll say natural perspectives that weren't going to be reality. Yeah. And uh, so we had a very interesting first year of marriage because um, even though I was walking out things that I know the Lord put on my heart, Kelly, it was hard for Kelly to understand them. In that season, right? Right. So going back to the idea of uh having that uh thing set over your heart that says, Even though I can't see it now, I know the Lord is doing something. Mm -hmm. Um, so we would we would sit and talk and be like, you know, what are we actually doing? And you know, I, I don't wanna bore you with the details of of all the situation, but um there were a lot of things where we had to structure our schedule that didn't They didn't seem efficient. They didn't seem like they made sense. (laughs) Uh, We seemed like we were wasting our time doing things uh, that we could just do a lot better and a lot differently. And, um, but we stayed faithful through it and believed God through it and made some choices that caused some heavy sacrifice that even probably some other ministers would say, that's not wise. Don't do that. Mm. You know, it's not healthy for your marriage, those kind of things. And um, to watch my wife go through those things and, um, now you know over two years later she it's no longer a burden to her she actually gets excited about them because she's god has been faithful to show her the fruit of them so two and a half two and a half years in now she's like yeah whatever we're not gonna you know it seems gonna seem like nothing's happening i know i've already seen it for two and a half years now god's definitely doing something so whether i have to wait five years to see the fruit of it or five days like um so it's been fun to just watch her perspective, you know, being married, uh grow in that to where, you know, she's not um disappointed. Um and and it help, helps me as well, because obviously I have those times too. So right. to have my wife now we're championing each other yeah. uh through it is has just been awesome. So it's really, really good. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think in some of those seemingly mundane times your flesh can start crying out a lot. Mm. They can be preaching a good sermon against mm. you. You know? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's 19 hour car
0: rides, mm. tire, bumpy roads,
1: bumpy roads, mm.
0: mm-hmm. babies, baby crying in, in the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, Vehicle breaking down at the wrong times. And, um, yeah, I think, um, you know it's interesting you know as overland missions we talk a lot about our identity in christ and and just that reality of unity with him and that it's not like god didn't just do something to us or for us he actually he united himself with us Mm -hmm. and that and then the reality of that becoming you know us realizing we're sons of god that we not only have a spirit of God, but we're actually in relationship with the spirit of God, right. that there's a union happening. Mm-hmm. Um, when that starts, when you really start to, from my, again, in my experience and what I've had to walk through these past two and a half years and longer than that, even, but um, more specifically on the field, to let that marinate and to realize, like, the Bible says that the fullness of God was pleased to dwell in Christ and that we were filled in Him. That it says that we have, past tense, mm-hmm. been given everything we need for life and godliness. Mm-hmm. Not some things, or yeah, you've been given everything spiritual, but like the physical stuff, you know, you're gonna have to fight through that. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, it says you haven't given everything for life and godliness. And I just feel like the more we let that um wash over us, there's a capacity that that grows within us mm-hmm. to where um you're not just um trying to get by with physical things you're not just trying to um survive it uh you realize that you're you conquer that thing like yeah, you walk yeah. you walk into every you, you start to walk into every scenario just like with a big smile on your face mm-hmm. um i remember one time this is going back to my amt days <clears throat> we had to go uh for one of our amt work projects um and i'm going to assume that most of the listeners know it have heard of amt yeah uh, we had to do a work project, which was basically just digging a big ditch, a big hole, <laughs> out in the African sun. And I remember, I remember, like when we, when Casey, AMT director, told us that, uh, all of our, all <laughs> our, AMT students were like, "This sucks." Right. And I remember, I walked up somebody, I was like, "Man, this is gonna be, this is gonna be fun," and I, and I meant it because I was like, I, I was, I was, I was starting to walk in this perspective of like, mm. there's nothing in this life that can take away what he's given me. So even in those times, like there's something that's happening, Um, and I remember I remember somebody being like, "Brad, I think you're and my definition of fun are a little different." (laughs) 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 And I I remember just sitting there and like meditating on that and going like, "That's a good word." That's uh, and I'm happy about that. Like, thank you, Lord, that like my perspective of fun is different. You know, Mm -hmm. like um, when I think about a 19-hour car ride anymore, um, I'm not thinking about how hard it's going to be uh my right. perspective is how much time i'm going to get alone with the lord right know? right um how many worship songs i'm going to be able to like let my heart be saturated in and mm-hmm. maybe how many podcasts i'm going to be able to like
1: great plug
0: you know yeah how many how many gospel and grit podcasts i'll be able to <laughs> to digest in a long car ride and uh, yeah or just or just you know how many people you're going to meet or you know just the million things that can go right right versus the million things that can go wrong absolutely um so yeah i think that's huge
1: Is huge. I think in there lies the secret to being as powerful and potentially powerful in Mm. those big moments of standing in front of the stage, preaching the gospel.
0: Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. You know, yeah. I think for me, the way it's played out, like if I had to share, like. I just imagine, let me say how it's played out for me, but then how I imagine also f- can be difficult for maybe other ministers. You know, if you, you have to drive 19 hours out to a ministry location to have a thousand people crusade. Um, if you struggle the whole 19 hours, then you show up at your event and you're getting ready to minister to thousands of people. Now you're like praying that God would like, you know, yeah. calm your heart and, you know, like, like, <laughs> like bring you back to unity so you're not frustrated. Like you're trying to like pray all these things like out of yourself to get ready to minister. Yeah. whereas as you as you build this mentality you know in your life those nine now you have nineteen hours of build up and preparation right you know so now when you you get there you're not even worried about having these things taken off of you you're you're already like ten levels deep into what the evening's gonna look like right, and right. um it just it just makes um those ministry opportunities i feel like much more effective and deep and no matter where you're at, you know because we all have different giftings and capacities so like maybe i can go rock a a a um, revival meeting there are people who are more gifted at that than me and so they might not have to saturate themselves for 19 hours like that they could be frustrated the whole time still rock up and have this amazing meeting because they're anointed for it but that doesn't change that if they hadn't been that they wouldn't have been more effective than they were absolutely and i think that's kind of the power of like the big ministry moments or the supernatural things that we all like crave for to Mm -hmm. see people raised from the dead and blind eyes receive sight and deaf ears hear, like those opportunities become magnified when the the everyday mundane things are lining up with the word of God in our heart. Mm -hmm. You know, if that makes sense.
1: Absolutely. I think being present Mm -hmm. is a big part of that. Mm I, I, have the weakness of sometimes be- being very future focused. Mm. I have these things coming up. when I get to the end of this drive? Mm. You know, and yeah. in the midst of that, I'll miss those little opportunities along the way. Sure,
0: sure. Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah. So being very presently relational with the world. That's good. Presently relational with everyone around you.
0: That's really good. Yeah, because if you're looking too far ahead, you're going to get anxious. Yeah. Right. Or potentially, you're potentially going to get anxious and. Um, or ahead of yourself or some people struggle with looking behind themselves yeah, right like you know what happened last time or maybe something happened where you've left um yeah I, i'd say it's interesting there's another struggle though with being too present is uh or I, at least i've noticed as a missionary is uh, sometimes communication with other people can be difficult because you're so present in the moment <laughs> you're not thinking about people that are in other places that like you're trying right. to maintain a relationship because you're just so <laughs> in that moment but that's right, that's the. Right. Uh, Funny, yeah. funny problem to have, you
1: know. Mm-hmm. So. No, I'm definitely on that because my WhatsApp <laughs> is full of unread messages right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> Missionary
0: problems you don't hear about. Right. What's that message is?
1: I have best friends. I just haven't talked to them in yeah. months. <laughs> 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 yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. And so there is such a beauty in those mundane places just meditating on the Lord, being present, being aware mm. that He's there—it's mm. yeah. a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. it, it fills us up. You were telling me earlier about your trip to mm. revival one time.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's actually that's actually a pretty cool testimony. We we drove, and this was a, this was a, a more than epic. It was it was a special case. Like we make a lot of big drives in our in our situation uh, as missionaries. Mm. And this drive was uniquely special because we we were building and rainy season was coming. So we were crunched to get done before rainy season, but then also we were flying back to America. Mm. And just before we flew back to America, we had to stop in. I shouldn't say we had to. We we were able to stop in and have revive a week at a Rapid 14 um, in Zambia. And so it was just, we were trying to get there for the start of it. So we're like crushing it, trying to get back. And so we like, we push everything as late as we can. We leave, you know, we left our base like super late in the evening, drove like almost through the night, only got a couple hours of sleep in the next location, and then woke up, I think we, I think I got three hours of sleep or four hours of sleep. <laughs> and then we drove, in one day, we drove 19 hours oh. after f- only having three hours of sleep. Yeah. And at the beginning, it was fine. We're good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're, you're I had a, one of our uh, local David friends, Paul, uh, nasi baby with me and you know we're we're listening to some like guys that we like. like one of the guys we like is dan moeller so we're listening to dan moeller and we'd pause it and talk about it and so everything's going good probably around like the 18th hour yeah. <laughs> we're we're starting to we're starting to come in like get close to where living sit is and uh the full effects of tiredness are starting to come over right. me like i'm literally driving to the point my like my head's nodding mm-hmm. as i'm driving and uh and i just look over at Paul, and i'm like dude like we have enough to finish this thing. Like, right. you know, like, like we, like, let's just, let's just start believing God for like more, more capacity, <laughs> not more capacity for like preaching and just more capacity to like drive our vehicle another hour Huge. to yeah. get somewhere, you right. know? And, um, so we just started, we just started praying in tongues and worshiping and not with work. We didn't put worship songs on. We just started free worshiping. And within 15 minutes, we're both cracking up. The, you know, the joy of the Lord just coming over right. us. Like the, re- the revelation, the energy fills our bones which makes us just hilariously laugh because we realize like god is more than able we show up to to revival night as it's ending it's like 10 o'clock at night <laughs> and normally people would expect you to rock up and you're going to just go to the wherever your lodging is for the night at, at, right. at the base you know yeah. they're you're not going to come to the meeting you're just going to go and you're going to zonk out because right. you're tired everybody expects it they're like right. that's totally fine go for it and but when you get that filled up in such a <laughs> raw moment, like where you have nothing left, and you're just like, "Lord, there's more." Right. Like, I feel like I have nothing left, but it's actually not true because I have everything I need. And then he fills you up, and you rock up. And we were actually disappointed because we we came up to the main center and we expected it to be like the end of the night. You know, usually there's like a lot of joy, dancing. Uh-huh. You know, they finish meetings that way, and uh, we rock up. And Phil had just closed down the meeting, and and we're like, "Rock." We walked in, and we're like what are you guys doing? Like, we're supposed to be dancing right now. Like, and they're like, what is wrong with you people? You just drove 19 hours. But like the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know? So I just love that, you know, something as simple as just a drive right. can be this radical experience with the Lord. You that's,
1: know, that's huge. Cause I say this a lot, but I don't necessarily know if I even fully grab a hold of it, mm. which is the more I understand the reality of the new creation. Mm. The more I'm bewildered mm. <laughs> by what I'm actually capable of. <laughs> yes, I th- I really don't think I have any idea what I'm actually capable yes. of. Yes, it's so good. Like it's so good. Look at you from the Detroit area. Mm-hmm. Like not the most educated person, not the sure. richest person. Not sure. you know. There's no reason. For a reason. long time, missing a tooth. we talking about old <laughs> <laughs> but in the new creation, mm. like you're launching a a mission base, mm. like yeah. you're crushing it. How many people show up at your your morning devos every day?
0: Yeah, like fifty to seventy people. You know, depending on the day. Yeah. That's a
1: large portion of the population of that area. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so six days a week, six days a week for two two three hours every morning. We we share the word of God. We pray. We worship. Like yeah, yeah. In in the flesh, you know, kind of your point, like you look at me in the flesh, you know, I, I, I'm not a pastor's kid, I'm not a missions kid. I didn't grow up in the church. I have an atheist background. Um, I don't have a four year degree. I just did a, one or two years of college. I barely made it through high school. Um, nothing on paper would would go. Oh yeah, this guy, we're gonna launch him right. out to uh, to <laughs> to start a mission base. You know, a huge <laughs> mission base, all by him, you know him, just him and his wife. Great idea. And oh, by the way, his wife's brand new believer. It, it's gonna be great. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. And you know, we launch out and we don't have a grand plan. We just have a reliance on the Holy Spirit. And um, you know, it started off the morning devo started off as just a couple people, you know, two, three, four, five people would come. Cause I just told them, Hey, I, I wake up in the morning and I get around the fire and I I read the word and I I pray, I worship. And so if you want to come, like I'd love to hook you in on that and we could share what I'm reading and yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. So it just started off a few people and just over time it's grown and grown and grown. And, you know, I laugh. People hear like, how could I could never preach two-hour messages six days a week like that. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, not with that attitude. You're right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <It's rude. laughs> but the Bible says be transformed by the ruining of your mind. You Come know, on, and, yeah. um, So, you know, it, it does it always look pretty? You know? No. Nope. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've woken up in the morning and I'm just raw with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lord... Because obviously, if you have time to prepare a message, even just prepare your heart, like just just sit and pray for right. a few hours before people come, you're going to have something, right. you know. But there's been times where I have to work. I'm up till midnight, yeah. and the guys come by zero six in the morning. Mm. So I'm up till midnight, like just getting back to my tent. Yeah. I still have to eat food, go to bed. I don't get to bed till one. You have a if one I, year old now, yeah. We have a uh, 10, month ten month old, and um, you know, if they're coming at six, I gotta I gotta be up and doing preparations for them by five because we do like tea and like yeah. muffins and stuff like that. And we got to get the chairs <laughs> set up and stuff like that. So there's set up to do as well. So if I want to, if I want to get time to prepare as we would think about it, I'd have to be up by like three 30 the morning. I just went to bed at one. <laughs> that ain't happening. I like, I like barely woke up at five. Like I like was late, like running around and, and as the people are walking up, I realize I haven't even like prepared anything. And in that moment, I just like close my eyes like, Lord, my heart, my mind is not, in my mind is not ready to do what you need to do, Mm -hmm. but I know, and I trust your word, even though I don't feel it, Mm -hmm. I believe you. And they rock up and you're just sitting there and you're like, Lord, what are you going to do? You know, what's going to happen? Like, what's, you're waiting, (laughs) you're waiting for it. And then somebody, you just having like small talk with people and somebody says something and your spirit just goes, that's it. Yeah. And then you just fl- you just minister in that avenue, and like oh, some of those mornings are the most powerful mornings. Mm-hmm. Like you think it's the morning where you had the greatest message. It's the, it's the message you've been marinating on for two, three months. You right, know right, that right, one that right. God's been like stirring in your heart. Uh-huh. And You just you haven't told anybody. You're just <laughs> but it's there, <laughs> yeah, the you know. Pot, yeah. And uh, you think that's going to be the one that's going to like blow the doors off of the mm-hmm. kingdom of hell. And you know, right. but it's actually the moment where you just say, "All right, Lord, right, I have nothing. You've given me everything." Mm-hmm. do your thing mm-hmm. and then people are on their knees and like crying out to the lord you know that they yeah. that you're so faithful to them and it's just beautiful you know
1: that doesn't disqualify the fact that i know you mm-hmm. you're a man who has been very diligent in getting the word into your
0: heart sure sure
1: so in, in those moments it's not just like sure i haven't read the bible in six months yeah yeah there's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. something here yeah, yeah yeah no it's in there sure yeah
0: it's in there 100% Yeah, Yeah, there's times of preparation and, um, you know, you have to be faithful. There's a faithfulness required, 100%. um, But then you have to trust that that it is the Lord that's put those things in. It's it's those faithful moments where you're disciplined and where those realities come home and settle into your heart, where you've been saturated in it because you've been disciplined Mm -hmm. to read and pray and worship and, you know, take time to set aside, carve out just for the Lord. That in those moments pay fruit that you have no yeah like nothing to offer in it you know like it yeah. was like you're just so good lord no. yes yes i love
1: it i love that and that's
0: such a statement
1: uh you know amt i'm now teaching amt mm. and they just came back from their sector expedition some mm. of them came to you yep and Two weeks ago, they did their preaching class. Mm. The first day of preaching class, we did popcorn <laughs> preaching, and we're like, we're going to give you the easiest verses in the Bible to preach from. Yeah. And you need to preach for three minutes. And yeah. they're all freaking out, like not knowing that God so of. loved the world. Dude. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they come back from Sector Expedition this week. Yeah. And some of them were like, we preached for over two hours a day. So good. We didn't. We had no idea what we were capable of. So good. And I'm like, that's just the beginning, guys. Come on. It's just the beginning. Come Come on. on. Come on. So good. So, yeah, everybody out there, man, just really trust in the new creation. Mm -hmm. Really trust in what God has put in you, what he's developed in you. He's Mm -hmm. been molding you Amen, since the beginning. And he has amazing plans and purposes for you. But as you go, as you go do it, Mm -hmm. just know, like, your kingdom capacity is far greater than anything you know.
0: Yeah. Amen. So good. Love it so good yeah this is great i'm so I'm so glad we got to do this one. that. this is good this is good. I feel good sitting here. I hope you guys who are listening feel good I'm happy whether you're happy or not <laughs> it's good man I love it yeah I think i would I would say as an encouragement um to every listening here you know, as we, as we kind of finish up um and I'm just speaking from my experience and what God's been doing in me that um you know we're really good at at giving a foothold for the flesh and Ooh. making excuses for why we can't do something and you know um, I won't get into all the different opportunities that those present themselves in um, The I just want to encourage everybody like like, just because you know the new creation message doesn't mean that it, it saturated every area right. of your life right. and, and I just want to challenge everybody um, put the Lord to the test in it you know test and see that he is good that um, as you let the fullness of the new creation, meaning what's that literally means Christ was, Christ became everything you were meant to be. Yeah. The new creation isn't just you're a new creation. The new creation is you become like him, yes. meaning everything he is, you are, and you get to express all of his expressions. Mm-hmm. And so anything you find in him can be found in you. And anything that's found in you that's not found in him needs to go <laughs> and, and, and that's not a burden and we shouldn't feel worried about that that's that point of like lord i don't understand it It doesn't make any sense i'm not even seeing the fruit of it yeah. but i'm going to saturate my mind in everything that's found in that new creation message and those things start to fall off and so i just want to encourage um, everybody that's listening you know no matter what it is it could be a fear of spiders it could be as small yeah. as a fear of spiders you know it could be something as mundane and just normal to us, fear of heights, or and I'm just throwing out fears for some reason right now. Maybe that's just the way the spirit's moving for somebody who's listening, but um, whatever it is that you know isn't perfectly in him can be washed away in that new identity. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to take time to marinate in it and and not give a foothold to the flesh and say, well, I was just born this way, or oh, well, that's just my flesh, or you know, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. like. You are partakers of the divine nature. Right. Like, no, come on! Like, right. I'm just so pumped about that. Um, it just gets me fired up every single time. Like, no matter how much I fall short, He never does. Right. And He's the one who lives in you. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the right. life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God. Like, when those things are just flowing through your veins, man, <laughs> you can't preach now. You can. You you uh-huh. know you can't you can't build a mission base now. You can. You right. can't. Um, you know drive for long hours now you can in Jesus mm-hmm. um, but you have to be able to say I can if if, if you're still saying I can't right. um, the problem is the mind and uh, God can change that which mm-hmm. is awesome so that's my encouragement for anybody listening yeah. so good
1: thank you so much
0: yep you need some you need some more people up there in- we need many more people up in there anybody that wants to come well we have places for you <laughs> <laughs> awesome
1: <laughs> yeah dude. praise God How are you Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gospel and Grit. All of us here at Overland Missions would like you to know that we believe in you, that there's a place for you in our organization. Your first step towards changing nations is to visit overlandmissions.com.